Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Life and Times podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And, uh, you know, we'll get to our episode right after a word from our sponsors. Boxing Bear Print Company. You can reach them at BoxingBear.com. Boxing Bear is an independent art studio and print company located in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since 2011, the studio has stocked alternative art prints and paintings for its loyal customers and friends. And right now, if you subscribe to their mailing list, you can get 20% off. I mean, I'd go hit them up. As a matter of fact, these guys made my infamous podcast logo, which I'm still very much appreciative of. So go check them out at BoxingBear.com. Our next sponsor is The Cookie Barn. You can reach them at TheCookieBarnWaco.com. So they're an online cookie company, and they have a pickup location, and they'll deliver locally in the Waco, Texas area, but they also ship nationwide. So you can order for birthdays, anniversaries, reunions, showers, or just really any occasion, uh, or just enjoy them yourself. So they specialize in company and client relations, and they have discount pricing. So let your clients know and your customers know that you're thinking about them, and you appreciate their business. Also, with every purchase, you'll be satisfied knowing that you're supporting an amazing nonprofit organization and they help foster and adoptive families. So a portion of every purchase goes towards e1a.org. Encourage one another, thecookiebarnwaco.com. Winchester Ranch premium beard oil products contain unique scents that are unmatched in the marketplace. They only use natural, unfiltered, uncut oils to provide the most nourishing ingredients in your beard regime. So leave the big box beard oils for the hipsters because no self-respecting cowboy wants to work cattle smelling like a New Jersey nightclub. So whether it's AM Lumber, Outlaw, Trail Boss, or Whiskey Saddle, Winchester Ranch Beard Company has a scent for everyone. You can reach Winchester Ranch Beard Company at winchesterranchbeardco.com. So welcome back to this week's uh, episode of the Life and Times podcast. Um... You know, this, this past week, was uh, it was pretty interesting. Uh, on Friday, like at 4 o'clock, the, game, the, the event that I'm about to talk about started at 7. Um, I don't know, 125 miles away. So at 4 o'clock, I get a call. I'm like, hey, you want to uh, you go to the Oklahoma City Thunder game? And I was like, um, sure. He's like, I got floor seats if you want to go. So... I was like, all right, let me let me call my my wife here. So I call her. I'm like, hey, uh, my friend Josh has floor seats to uh, the Thunder game. Um, and she's like, oh, that'd be cool. You should go. And I'm like, well, I know. Here's what I did, though. After he said, hey, do you want to go to the Thunder game? Before I called my wife, 
I looked up the rosters. And because uh, I wanted to go, they're floor seats, right? That's cool. But I looked up the rosters because I, I was quite certain that I don't recall any Thunder players. I don't really watch basketball uh, these days, but but I, you would have at least known if somebody was a an all star or whatever. So I looked the roster up. I don't. I know. Or I know one player. I know who one player is. I don't even know how to say his name. He has a hyphenated name. Uh, so I know one guy on the Thunders team, and I know two people on, and I know two people for Minnesota Timberwolves, right? Like that's who they're playing, the Timberwolves. So, <laughs> by the way, the tickets were awesome. I'm not mouthing that. I, I, I think I would go anytime he called and go sit in those same uh, same spot. But I'm going to watch an NBA game, you know, so you want to be fascinated by somebody out there. Like, uh, you know, whoever's good in the NBA. It'd be cool to watch them. So in 30 people, for 30 people in both rosters, when I look at uh, the ESPN uh, lineup for their teams, I hear, I've heard of three people. So it's basically like you were going to watch uh, a minor league hockey game. Well, you don't really know anybody's name there, but it's exciting to watch. That's kind of how it was. But the game was super cool. I mean, the game was cool, but it's just weird to... Tickets, you couldn't beat them. We, we were right down front. We were, we were behind Minnesota's uh, bench, and all that was fine. You know, we got to cheer for my new favorite player uh, in the NBA. His name is Jake Lehman. Um, real success story. Uh, I don't know anything about Jake, but... You know how when you watch high school sports or little kid sports and they uh, they put that person in with 30 seconds left to go in the game? Well, they actually do that to NBA rosters also. So Jake Lehman got in, you know, with like 45 seconds left, you know, to really shut them out. Uh, Thunder got beat that day. It's a shocker. You know, they got rid of every all-star they ever had. So now they, they're not good. Like they suck. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, my favorite player of the night was uh, Jake Lehman, who got him with 43 seconds left there for uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. We were really cheering him on pretty hardcore. Uh, we were cheering him on enough to where it caught his attention, where he turned to stare at us and, and was trying to figure out who's cheering for me like he had... <laughs> he, we were cheering for him like he invented basketball. And, uh, you know... He threw up a couple threes. I think we had inspired him to at least get like three, four shots in in 45 seconds. Uh, none fell, though. But I feel like he, he gave a lot of heart out there. And uh, he was definitely my most favorite player of the night. Um, but if you ever have an opportunity, even if you don't know anybody, uh, you know, to, to get floor seats uh, at an event like that, you should definitely go. It was, it was pretty awesome. And if you don't know, I've talked about it before at some point in the podcast where and I would, uh, uh, I had similar tickets to the Houston Rockets one time. There's a guy named Dwight Howard, and he's seven foot tall. And it's weird. It's just, I, my description is not going to make any sense. You can see him on TV, and he just looks like every other basketball player, just a little taller. But you know he's muscular. Like, you can see that. But it's, this is weird. He's seven foot tall. He's like a giant, but he's skinny, but his muscles are big at the same time. If any of that even makes any sense. So, like, you're looking at this physical specimen where you're like, 
he is unbelievably big. Uh, but skinny, I can't describe it, man. Now you know that. So anyway, if you get a chance to have those those, those kinds of seats, you should go just because you're fascinated at. They make the basketball court look small. When they run back and forth with people that big, it makes the court look small. Like it's a tinier court. You know, if you put some third graders out there playing on it, it looks like this giant court. You put everybody on the court that's at least 6'5", it seemed like anyway, the court is tiny. You know, the thing about those basketball games uh, that I've noticed, it's not just basketball games, it's, it's other sports, it's high school sports, college sports, pro sports. You know, those they're always doing those T-shirt giveaways. Uh, so even if any professional sports, they always have those slingshot things. So they put the T-shirt in the slingshot, and they pull it back, and they shoot it up real high in the stands, right? And, and it always they always get the crowd up. Uh, they're, they're, they're like waving the shirt in your face. And you're like, come on, guys. And, and they expect whole sections to stand up and yell. And for the most part, people do. And they stand up and like, oh, give me a shirt over here. Over here, please give me a shirt. And, the, and they're just stupid shirts that say like uh, Whataburger on the back of it. And whatever team logo uh, that you're there watching, uh, you, it'll have their logo. And then whoever the supporter is, whoever, whoever or is giving the shirts out. Whoever bought it. So it'll be like Whataburger. That's what it says on the back. And if it's local high school stuff, it's whatever local hometown business uh, gave the money. Now that's cool for them to see their company logo on some shirts randomly walking around uh, town. Oh, that's great. I'm not mouthing the uh, the commercial side of it, the uh, advertising side. Where I'm going with this is if you're slightly overweight, you know, similar to myself, if you're chubby, there's no point to stand up. I'm just look. I'm just. I'm helping you out right now. Uh, you know, it, it wouldn't hurt maybe to get up and and be physical. But I'm just saying that if you're jumping up out of excitement for the potential of you catching one of those shirts, uh, and you are a double X and above, I'm gonna save you some time and maybe some energy. Uh, d- don't stand up. Like, don't even get out of your seats. Uh, I've never, <laughs> of the two times in my life that I've probably caught a shirt in these, uh, kinds of scenarios, uh, they're either large or extra large. They're not going to fit you. If you're at least a double X, n- never, ever, never are those shirts going to fit you. I'm just, I'm just trying to save you from standing up. Uh, if you don't want to get up, like, don't like it's a, and I don't, I mean, people go nuts for these shirts. So back to the thunder game. I mean, I already I already knew the game. I made a TikTok about it, by the way. Uh, you, you watch the the mascot, whatever his name is, Thunder, Thunder Wolf, maybe because it's uh, like a werewolf. Wait, is that a buffalo? <laughs> is he a buffalo? <laughs> I don't know, man. The mascot looks like Teen Wolf, uh, but uh, uh, Teen Wolf is not going to give you a double X shirt. Don't stand up. Speaking of not standing up and physical. Uh, exertion i got asked to go play paintball uh this weekend so i i went to go play paintball and do i like it yeah i've been i don't know 10 or 15 times probably in my life uh i didn't i'm not the guy that got carried away i'll give you an example like when i show up there was dudes there that were my age or older and they were wearing paint life shirts and had the pants if you've ever been paintball and you'll you'll know the pants you know it's like uh (laughs) 
I don't know, man. They're they're neon colored pants, and they all have their special hoods and their special rifles and their special gloves and their special shoes. Uh, like they're just like ate up with it. I guess is the best word. But do I think that that's fun? Yes. So I believe that they do have fun, but it's a little intense. I think. Um, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, I'm I'm a tournament player, I'm a tournament paintballer. And I know it's probably fun if you're into it. The point is, is like, I don't do it. So when I used to go paintballing, I would run and dive, uh, behind things and shoot and dodge and run, you know, like all the physical stuff. I'm not running. First of all, I can't run anymore. If, if you don't know, if you listen to the show at some point, you've heard the story, but my hamstring doesn't work every time I try to do physical exertion. I'm not talking about like jogging, but if I try to take off and run, it just happens. It pops. I, I fall down. I roll around, uh, you know, and I, <laughs> and I hobble off. Uh, it, it's done. It's like I'm five in a row for physical activity exertion. So I'm not doing it is what I'm saying. Was it fun? Yeah, it was super cool. Um, what did I do? I would just post up in the place where I thought I was least likely to get shot. And, uh, and I would just fire from there. Now, the best part is I was at a 12 year old birthday party. So with 12 year olds, you don't have to give lots of effort. Okay, nobody wants to actually get shot by the paintball. See, that's the difference. And the guys that are wearing the neon pants I talked about, they don't care if they get shot with paintballs because that's what they do for a living or or trying. So they play every day of, them, of their lives. They don't care about getting shot. Uh, I personally, I didn't want to get shot. Does it hurt? Yeah, you feel it. Uh, it doesn't hurt as bad as people would think, but it hurts enough to where... I wouldn't walk directly into paintball fire. I just wouldn't. So, uh, yeah, when you get hit and you're, you're not expecting it. Yeah. You don't fall down and roll around, but yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll bruise you for sure. So going with sixth graders, they don't want to get shot either at all. They don't want to get shot. Not cause you get out cause it hurts. And so the best part about playing with sixth graders is all you got to do is just, uh, you just got to fire a few times in a row. They're not sticking their head up as long as, as long as whatever they're in front of is getting pelted and it's making that sound, those, that sound means those are potential hurting, uh, objects. <laughs> as long as the, the sound's being made, they're not poking their head up. I mean, you could literally just walk up on them and which you can't, you know, it's, it's illegal at the place to, you can't like point blank, get them. Um, but they're not hard to beat. So it's the best part. I didn't want to get shot, but I play with sixth graders. You just fire really fast at them, and, uh, and that's it. I, it was a pretty fun day. And I I did not run at all. And you know how you know how sometimes when you do things, <laughs> I don't, am I bragging that I didn't run? That's like, <laughs> that's, that's super lazy of me. Like, I didn't run at all. Played all day. Um, I, I did do one thing that I'm going to comment about. And you know how, uh, you know how sometimes you do things where you, it makes you feel cool. Like, even if it's not even like a cool thing, like I'm talking about it on the podcast because I'm talking about paintballing, but it's nothing that I'm going to go text my friends and be like, Hey, today at paintball, this happened. 
I'm not, I'm not going to write a Facebook story today at paintball. I mean, I guess essentially if you're listening to this, you're like, well, you're doing it now. No, I know, but that's because I'm talking about paintball. I did do one thing that I felt pretty cool about today. Um, all from the position that I just said, where I was in an area where I was posted up, where I had a little window to see people and I saw somebody in the, the complete opposite of the field, uh, 75 to a hundred yards away. (laughs) <laughs> and I was leaning against the tire. I didn't, I didn't pull my paintball gun up to aim. I just, you know, like a, it's like I did a Kentucky winded shot, uh, but without looking down any sights, I was leaning back on the tire and I'm holding this thing out with one hand and I fire one solo round up into the air. I, I don't even know why I did it because he was so far away. I wasn't even sure if it would even get there. I fire one single paintball round <laughs> and I see that kid stand up and hold his rifle above his head. Uh, I shot him in the side of, of his mask, giving it a Kentucky winded shot from the middle of nowhere. If that had been recorded, this would be like a viral sensation. This would be a viral. It would go viral. I don't, I mean, would it really, I don't know. I don't, I've never had anything go viral, so I'm not sure even what that means, but, uh, but it was like the greatest, you know, the call of duty game. Um, and I don't know if you know, cause I may be getting in depth here for a lot of people, but call of duty is, is a video game that people play. I, look, I know most of you know what it is, but it's a video game that people play. Uh, but one thing that I, when I would play, it's been probably 10 years for me, but it was the same strategy. I, I've seen uh, hundreds of people do it. Right when the game starts, they'll have a, a knife or like a hatchet, and they'll throw it just in the – they'll just throw it up in the air towards wherever their opponents possibly are. You know, uh, one team starts on one side of the map. The other team starts on the other side. So you always have those random people just throw those knives up in the air, you know, and they just run to whatever spot. On rare occasions, those knives will come down and hit somebody on the other team, and you don't even know where it came from. And then it does the replay, and you see a knife come out of the sky. That's how I felt. That's how I felt when I one-shotted this kid with the paintball. It was the (laughs) – think about calling the Guinness Book of World Records. Look, I'm pretty sure whatever I'm about to ask is probably a regional thing maybe. I think it depends on wherever you live. I I, I don't know. I – do I despise? Is that the right word? That may not be the right word. That may be a little strong, but I hate, or is that a strong word too? <laughs> Whatever. I don't like when people say, I, oh, I don't. These two words, I just don't, I don't, I don't like it. When people say, hey, would you like some caramel? Look, I think it's caramel. That's what I think it is. That's what I've called it my whole life. Uh, you you show me how it's spelled all you want. I think it's caramel. I like how it sounds better. I don't I don't like. Ca- Would you like some caramel? No, I don't want caramel. Give me some caramel chews. I don't even like those, but I did when I was a kid. There you go. What a that's a random thought there. When I was a kid, I would eat those caramel. They weren't called caramel chews, but Brock's candy would make those little caramel, you know, squares in the in the wrapper. I haven't seen those things. I might have been 10 years old the last time I laid eyes on those things. Anyway, so I called them 
caramel, and I still do. And I also don't like the word. I don't. <laughs> hey, do you have any syrup? No, I don't have any syrup. It's syrup. That's what I say. Syrup. Not syrup. Syrup and, you know what I'd like to have today? Syrup and caramel. What I would do for some syrup and caramel. It's like, uh, it's like I almost don't want to be friends with people that talk that way. Because I can't, I, I just don't want to hear them. I don't want to hear their voice when they say it. It's, a, it's just like a thing. It's, I, I don't even know anybody that says that stuff. Uh, okay, all right. I'll, hang on. The reason this whole thing started is because my wife says, <laughs> she was asking the kids, uh, and she's like, would you guys like some caramel brownies? Like, nobody knows what caramel brownies are. They're caramel brownies. Ask them like a regular human being. Kids, do you want caramel brownies? Yes or no? Nobody knows what caramel brownies are. It doesn't even sound good that way. It sounds gross. So, yeah, I do know where it came from. My wife, she says it. I don't say it. She says it. And then she tries to make fun of me for saying caramel. And she's like, How's it spelled? I don't listen. I don't care how it's spelled. I think I'm I'm right on this one, and I don't really care what your opinion is of <laughs> of this word. This is what I say, and she does not say syrup. But I heard somebody say it the other day, and I it like just went all through me. It's like I couldn't even. Look. I closed my eyes when they said syrup. I closed my eyes so I wouldn't have to look at them in shame. So I literally just walked around with my eyes closed till that person left the room out of shame. Nobody says serious. So I'm announcing the uh, this high school basketball game, this homecoming game. I'll be announcing that. Uh, I, this is nothing that I would normally talk about out loud. Well, I mean, I have in the past, but, you know, once you announce so many games, I don't really like talk about the games. But the reason I'm talking about this is because my daughter has been selected as the, as the little homecoming girl. I don't know. What do they carry the ring? What do they, what do they, uh, <laughs> they don't carry rings. <laughs> Homecoming. I don't know. Flower girl. That's what she is. She's going to carry the flowers. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to announce it. Uh, you know, they have this questionnaire thing that they fill out and, and they all do. Whoever's on the homecoming court. So, you know, you say their name, um, what year they are in school. They played basketball this long. Um, I don't think you really go in depth about the older kids, but for the young, for the young kids, like, so my daughter, the flower girl, and then the crown bearer, I think that's what the boys called. There's that questionnaire. What's their favorite color? What's all this? But they're in third grade though. So, so it's yes. Third grade is still little. They're little kids, but like they're old enough to where, <laughs> I don't know what the I don't know what the questions are, but you're not going to be like her favorite color is blue. Like they're too old for that. But it does say I'm sure you know what her favorite things to do and all that. Um, I'm probably going to be her hero. I don't know if I actually am or not, but uh, at homecoming when I announce it, when I have control of the mic and nobody else does, um, her favorite things are going to be watching me do stuff. Uh, her learning so much from her daddy. Um, uh, pretty much I'm going to make the entire homecoming about me. And, uh, I'm just telling you in advance, this is what I'm going to do. And if you're there, it's great. If you're not, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to act like I'm the best at everything. And then 
I'm going to hit the applause button and I'm going to, I'm going to do some waves to the crowd. That's what I'm going to do. I know I'm excited for it. So homecoming this year is going to be a, it's going to be a real, real treat. You know what I've noticed though, growing up in a small town, (laughs) I don't even know why this is a thing. So, you know what I I've realized or, or haven't, hmm, I don't notice this anymore. Uh, you know, because of announcing, I, I've done one, two, three homecomings. Four. Three or four. I don't know, whatever it is. Something like that. And uh, nobody nobody kisses. And that's okay that they don't. Like, I mean, should it even really be a thing? No, probably not. Think about how perverted uh, people were. This is what I know from childhood. Uh, I would go to those homecoming games when I was a kid, like First grade, second grade, all the way through, of course. Then I was actually uh, of age to be in them and all that. But they would, um, (laughs) the kissing part, let's just get to that. I don't notice people doing that anymore. But back in the day, though, uh, it didn't matter if the boy had a girlfriend or the girlfriend had a boyfriend. It didn't matter back then. When it came to homecoming time, Oh, they were getting, they were kissing that that's what they were going to do. And I just remember like sitting around in small town. Like it was like the big moment. You're like, I wonder how long they're going to kiss for. Cause sometimes people would sit out there for like 10 seconds and kiss and the whole communities, just a bunch of perverts all yelling down at the court. I, I don't, I don't think people do that anymore. <laughs> and these four homecomings I've done, they don't do that at all. I, I don't even believe they kiss them on the cheek. They just say, Okay, here's your crown, and they stare at each other. Um, why was it such a pervert spectacle, a spectacle when I was a kid? I mean, just a straight-up one. Like, it, <laughs> whoever's at homecoming, uh, there, were, there was going to be 45-second French kissing. That was going to happen. I don't think people do that anymore. I think we progressed in life to say, and I'm sure there's an instance where uh, in these small towns, uh, the king and queen probably our boyfriend and girlfriend probably you know so so maybe it's a thing i'm just saying it's it's nothing that i've noticed anymore um uh, yeah what a pervert fest it was back when i was a kid we really we really progressed into the future that's two things they took out of schools i guess 45 second french kissing at homecoming and paddling kids at school like they don't paddle at school anymore. That's I mean everybody knows that cuz we're we're like 20 years into that. But when I was a kid, I mean they'd wear you out in a second. And so I, I would imagine if you grew up in the 70s, 60s and 70s, um it was probably it was probably a free for all back then. <laughs> Teachers probably carried paddles on their person like at lunch just waiting for somebody. Um yeah. You know, out with uh, paddling's out. So's the French kit, 45 second French kissing homecomings. Just a pervert fest. So you maybe have heard me in the last week or two say I was going to go to Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, I think so. Cause I was doing this, uh, trying to lose 30 pounds by certain date. Yeah. So you, so you are up to speed with it. Well, my friend called the other day and said, Hey, how would you like to meet Joe Montana and, uh, in Las Vegas? I'm like, yeah, well, that sounds pretty awesome. So we're going to meet Joe Montana in Las Vegas, which is pretty cool. But I I remember when I was a kid, 
people like Joe Montana was the greatest quarterback ever. Everybody would say it. And when you go look at people's stats, I mean, really, it was just based based on him being a winner. Uh, you know, a Super Bowl MVP. What was it? Three. He has three. Did I make that up? Three, four, whatever it is. That's fine. Maybe three rings. If it's more, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. My point is, remember, for the most part, people would say, Joe Montana's the greatest quarterback ever. Well, I mean, that's right out the window these days. Uh, I think Tom Brady pretty much has that one sewed up. And, uh, you know, there's like 15 other players with way better stats. They just didn't win the games he did. Side note, right, or that all that's a side note. Sorry, I rambled. I'm going to meet Joe Montana, and, I, and I'm pretty excited for it. Um, the last time I was in Las Vegas, I had an opportunity to meet Pete Rose and, uh, and I didn't, <laughs> if you listen to podcasts, uh, sometime in the last year, I told the story, but, uh, yeah, it didn't work out, but Joe Montana, I'm going to meet him. I'm excited. Uh, anyway, Hey, have the most fantastic week, everybody. And, uh, put Pete Rose in the hall of fame. Uh, one love. Thank you.